Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean. Who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration and now the show. to stay in town for a while. In auspicious start your time at Bayogate, the people hear of your antics of uh, beating up a bunch of blowhards at the bar, of chasing down what they thought to be the perfect lost marriage of Aaron and Patsia. Tal makes him as the bartender because I think Sherlock's going to work at the police office. That is going to get your job as a uh, bodyguard. They see how much chaos there is at that bar. And his ear <laughs> becomes a crazy cat man. So, this is the part of the story where it fades to black and comes back up that says, four months later... So, you guys, I think we can all agree this is a temporary spot as you guys gain money because you all do have missions still. Thaddeus does have a mission of being powerful with money. Sherlock still wants to get back to Doves at some point, even though Scandrone is gone. I'm sure he'd make another Scandrone <laughs> or make or make another town called like Sherlock Town. That still means Doves. <laughs> Azir needs to find a sister, and Talon has some epic quest that I'm still not aware of. <laughs> He's probably the happiest right now, hanging out with the Water Genocide, who has been chatting him up a bunch. Talon may never leave. <laughs> You guys have been in this town for four months, recuperating all your stuff. Are we fully rested? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the brown mold strikes again. <laughs> no! Everything I love dies. Or gets covered in mold. Every time I see moldy bread, I have PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> hey, Bertrand is probably flying now. Yeah, so as we come back, everyone's aged four months. The most miraculous aging, though, is Bertrude, who is aged substantially. And you're teaching him, like, some nice tracking skills. He's a decent tracker. Would have come in handy. Yeah. So now Bertrude is, you know, a five-some-odd-month-old five bird. Talent, you are madly in love with the water genocide. Still didn't ask her name. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's working she up to it. <laughs> One of these days, I'll learn her De- name. Her name is Hydriana. No, Hydriana. Nice. Yeah, like Adriana Lima, but Hydriana. Oh. Thaddeus has been successful as uh, both a rat stomper and a bodyguard. Uh, he doesn't have to do much. People just know that he was the crazy guy who tried to cut someone in a, <laughs> who tried to cut someone in a tavern brawl. So he last thing not. last thing they want to do is make any sort of nonsense. Uh, Hydriana enjoys a lot of easier dances with uh, Thaddeus just glaring at the crowd. 
crowd or at your girlfriend. You can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> uh, Sherlock has had mild success as a clerical work at the police's police office. Uh, he hasn't solved very many cases, but he does order things together and constantly tells people that he's Sheriff Sherlock um, around town. You're not even his sidekick. You're just like Opie uh, in, in this in the story. Regardless, things are getting you're getting kind of tired doing nothing adventuring wise. But between the four of you, you have saved up twelve hundred gold pieces, Damn. which would be enough to do something with. I will say uh, the town's been making most of the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize your monk's... It's been... all going back to the temple, Paul. <laughs> Izir's been sleeping in the basement of the tavern. With the, the temple of my wife, as you just... <laughs> the gold pieces on the... Do I ever figure out uh, what that whistle does? Do I attune myself? Yes, every time you blow it, it appears one before cats appear. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ridiculous, because you couldn't use it for the rats. I don't understand why you keep getting the stuff. Uh, did I ever figure out what the hammer does? <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't figure what the hammer does. It's still in a fist. You can hit things with it. You use it to crack walnuts most of the time. <laughs> can I go back to the guy and say, look, I'll give you like five gold pieces if you tell me what this does? Uh, yeah, AGM has uh, since taken kindly to you guys. Don't tell him about the whistle. <laughs> uh, he has, he's confused why there's so many cats around here um, <laughs> as of late. <laughs> Uh, he tells you that he's not sure what it does, but a troll might be able to tell you because it is a troll hand. It looks like it's a petrified troll hand. So at one point it was an actual hand of a troll that's been stuck to this hammer, this handle. Everybody look out for a one-handed no. troll. Oh, yeah, yeah, the hand. Yeah, you hit him with the hand. So after a couple months, one day Talon's in the bar bartending when Spike comes up and goes, uh, Talon, look, you, you've been a great bartender all these years, but uh, I think this town's bigger. <laughs> it, 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 it feels like years, you know, um, metaphorically. Years, months, it's all the same. It's all, it's all relative in the grand scheme of things as we spin around this great blue marble. Uh, but this, uh, this world's bigger for you than just be a bartender. Uh, I've seen the way that you uh, look past Hydran at times outside the window and you want bigger and better things. I know you say you won't, but I know you do. Your three friends also deserve bigger, better things. Listen, I was uh, making food last night while you were uh, upstairs uh, knocking boots, and I heard... Uh... <laughs> Sandals, right? Sandals. They're on the lookout. Have you ever heard of a Lord, Lord Theraval? Oh, good. All three of you are here now, too. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a Lord Theraval, by any chance? Nope. It's a nobleman. He's been an active proponent of trading information, technology, medicine between local lands. Real philanthropic kind of guy. He's part of the Gillian Brotherhood. It's a pacifist spinoff of the Order of the Gauntlet, who kind of felt the faction was too violent, but believed in their spread of knowledge. He's been paying people handsomely to transfer these cases between towns. I think this is right up your alley. Rich, respected noblemen sent word to a lot of people seeking crews to transfer these important, these important documents, these important relics, all the stuff between towns. He lives in Silverthal. Uh, it's a couple miles, couple miles north, but I'm sure you guys can handle it. You spent a week in a desert. I'm sure you could spend two days on a <laughs> on a road. If you want to learn more about it, uh, those guys over there with that blue case are actually from there. They say that he's been he's been asking anyone. He's looking for a lot of people, a lot of travelers that he can trust to transfer the stuff between towns. I think you've done a great job here. If you want to take Hydrana with you, I understand. But when all's said and done, I think this town ain't big enough for the four of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chugging back tears. Mm-hmm. 18 of them. 18. <laughs> I guess we'll talk to those guys then. I thank him for the job and, you know, the good times. I know. You've, you've done a hell of a job. <laughs> oh, man. What did you do? I'd rather stop throwing water in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Your damn devil woman! As he walks in the back room just yelling. <laughs> uh, so sitting in the corner are three adventurers. 
Much like ourselves. There's four of us. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I killed Thaddeus. <laughs> there's an elf with his, a bag full of potions. There's a human who's like mumbling to himself. And then there's, there's an elven woman who has like battle armor and everything. So random adventurers, much like yourselves, who found themselves, found their way to each other somehow, uh, are now going on an adventurers who are sitting and just shooting the shit, drinking some beer as they stop in this town. Two elves and a human walking to a bar. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, the bar barkeep told us uh, Spike, old Spikey, Spike Magoo, Spike uh, Spikers told us that you uh, might have some work for us. Well, well, well not us, but uh, we know all about it. Uh, Lord theraval has been going nuts. He's been sending messengers to all sorts of towns saying to come to Silverthal, pick up some gear, and just ship it to random places. He's paying 500 bucks a carry. Bucks are what we call coins <laughs> in my realm. <laughs> are you going back there now? No, we're heading to uh, Styrewood, actually. Destination was for this gear. Uh, but if you head to Silverthal, he's been doing it for a while, but I'm sure he has more work for all of you. All the adventures in the area are going nuts over this. It's easy work. He just needs big, tough guys who aren't going to get hijacked on the street to deliver these expensive, exotic, arcane goods between cities. I think we got a big, tough guy right here. A cat, Thaddeus. Hey, champ. <laughs> so, what needs to get done? Uh, if you <laughs> just said, uh, oh yeah. So, you we, this big box <laughs> needs to go to a different city. So, Lord Theraval, he's a man. Needs you to transfer this box. Needs you to move this box from one town to another. If so, he gives you shiny shines, and she shows you a gold piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, sign us up. Well, uh, yeah. Bye. I guess we'll go that. Start packing up then. All right. Uh, is Hydrania going to come with us? You're going to have to make a persuasion check if you wanted to come with oh. you guys. All right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you guys want her to come? Sure. Whatever, man. You got to figure that out yourself. <laughs> Do you want me to come? <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess I will try to persuade her to join us. I feel like that's going to end very badly for her, though. Because <laughs> companions we tend to pick up die in the process because he doesn't want them to come with us. <laughs> <laughs> that bullet just <laughs> comes out. <laughs> it's true. I was worried Paul was just going to go down and talk to the rats and make a whole army of rats. <laughs> You'd have to figure out a way yeah. to kill them. Yeah, and then and then Azir blows his whistle on all these cats eat all of them. It's pandemonium. <laughs> all right, I'm actually gonna let her choose. So I'm gonna go up and talk to her and basically say, "Look, you know, we have this opportunity, and the crew is moving out, and I have to go with them. Uh, I would love if you came, but I know it's a tough life out there, and I don't want to make this this decision for you. So I'll leave it up to her." What are you, stupid or something? <laughs> the fuck's the matter with you? What's the matter with your head, huh? You tits in the head? What kind of what about muff guy with you guys? Turns out she's like this real just angry, angry New Jersey girl who's been abusive to Talon this whole time. <laughs> it hasn't been that much fun. Talon's just has low, has no standards. That's about right. The, about the right. three of you have secretly hated her. No, you fucking stupid. I'm not, I'm not going with you guys. It's a stupid fucking adventure. And then she goes and just grabs some of her stuff with the mantle. She just like knocks herself on the ground, takes a big sack and puts her gold in it, her trinkets, and then leaves, even though it was her room originally. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I go to the, uh, the shopkeeper? Yes. And be like, hey... We've, we've known each other for a long time. I need that glove. <laughs> I, I would be willing. I know I, when we first met, we had a rough time. I bought this troll hammer, troll fist hammer off you. Would you be willing to trade it for the, the, the glove? Takes a look at the hammer and goes, 
you know, I actually knew that you uh, that you took that whistle this whole time. What? And I was expecting something like at the end of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that you came back and put it back on my table and said nothing. At which point I would have said, Sherlock, my boy, you've done it. <laughs> and I would have given you the whole shop as a gift as I flew away in my glass elevator. <laughs> but instead you come here and try to trade me an item I've already given you. For something I told you, you you could not have. I've never been more upset on a human being in my entire life. And I'd like it if you left right now. Don't let the beats hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I walk out. <laughs> All right, I think those are your guys' loose ends because Thaddeus has no friends. Yeah. I'm going to blow my whistle and send cats into his, his uh, steal shop. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. Communicate with them. Three cats. <laughs> Three cats come out of this back room. So as are you guys leaving, he, he just says, how in the hell? <laughs> 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 it's a cow. <laughs> Summon cats? They just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> like house cats. Yeah. All cats are magical. You should know this. Yeah, after trying it for a while, Azir realizes that within a minute, they either run away, or the one time Azir has, like, captured them, see what happens, they just disappear into thin air. So it so transports cats. Back to the future cats. style, they just slowly start getting <laughs> transparent. Sometimes you just need a cat to cuddle, and then, and then it's gone. Okay. So Lord Theraval awaits you in Silverthal. With the provided map Spike gives you, Silverthal is around 30 miles away following the path. You should be able to get there on your second day of traveling. So as the four of you stand at the start of the path, without a town in immediate sight, the camera does the dolly counter zoom from Jaws or Vertigo, a bit of PTSD <laughs> flashes off in your brain regarding traveling long distances. But adventures must persist, and you're much more prepared for this pre-planned trip. I'm going to assume I filled my water skin this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's find out. The weather is... Frightful. <laughs> the weather is nice. In fact, it's it's 10 degrees warmer than usual. Okay. Oh. Is that going to come into play later? <laughs> uh, Wait. The mold is back. <laughs> warmer than usual in the desert? Or where are we? Warmer than usual for this temperament is all it says in the Dungeon Master Guide. Um, so who's taking the lead following the map? I will. The map. All right. Sherlock has the map. Got the map. Adding it to my inventory. <laughs> One map. All right, someone offers you five gold pieces for the map. <laughs> Zero maps. <laughs> um, so you start off on your journey. It's actually only a couple hours in when you see another traveling group heading your way. As they get in better visual range, you can see there's one person, the lead, reading a map, and the other two of them are helping carry a big, bolted blue case. They notice you, and they set it down as you cross paths. The halfling woman leading the group rolls up her map so she can wave. Greetings! Where are you folks off to? I also have a map. <laughs> uh, we are going... Going to um, the silver something? Silverthal. Silverthal. <laughs> That's what I thought. You look like a couple of tourists dressed like us. I'm, I'm Margit. These are my fellow heroes, Haney and Vochta. She points behind her to a human and half elf companion. They both look beat tired. Margit, the halfling, probably hasn't been too helpful in carrying this gigantic case. We were in Hayawick when we heard about Lord Theravel. Seemed like great work for a couple of novices. How long have you been, folks, been in the adventuring business? Well, I, I wouldn't say we're novices. We'll just put it at that. <laughs> I think you're less than a quarter of the way to total maximum hero level 20. <laughs> I, I don't... Uh... You're very insightful. <laughs> 
I, I don't uh, use just levels to measure the the hero heart within. Yep, I measure my life in cups of coffee. So, uh, what do you guys know about Lord Theraval? All the folks who knew of him in Hayawick spoke well of him. He's been an active proponent of trading information, technology, and medicine between the local lands. A lot of the newer potions and spells and schematics that have spread through the region can all be traced back to his quest to spread this knowledge. I don't know his backstory, but he seems like the real deal. Yes, we've heard the same. Well, we got there pretty early before the crowd set in. Uh, We stayed the night, and there was about ten times as many people when we left. You better get there fast before all the cases are gone. Cases of what? Uh, These cases. And then she points behind to the giant blue case that they've been carrying. What's inside of this case? (laughs) It's actually funny. Um... It's funny you asked that. We, when, when we arrived, he had a bunch of these cases just kind of stacked up, ready to go. He slid one over, handed us the map, some gold, and sent us on our way. We have no idea what's inside. We don't want to steal anything. We're just super interested in what we've been hauling. And I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble by breaking the locks, and none of us are that skilled in lockpicking. Um, would you guys be willing to take a crack at it? Do we have anyone that's lockpicking? Um, nope. See you later. <laughs> I am a I don't. thief. I feel like I should be, but I'm not. I don't have any oh, thief tools. Yeah, I used yeah. to have. All right, that's okay. I uh, I totally understand. Just my curious nature. So how far is this journey on the map that you're going? We're going about two days down south, and we've been traveling for about two days. Uh, it's not that bad of a journey. We need to go to Galangar. Do you have any needs? Do you have any need for... It's been a long Let me finish days. my sentence, Sherlock. God damn it, Sherlock. Nick's always getting us in trouble. <laughs> Do you have any need for some real adventures? To, to head back? <laughs> They're back in town. Uh, we're kind of set on the gold right now. I mean, he, he paid us 500 up front, promised 500 on delivery. We just got to get to Galangar, two days south. Oh, they're just delivering this. Yeah. Oh, I That's see. what we're going to do. We're going to get something to deliver. This guy has jobs, which are delivering. We're got going it. to be long-haul truckers. My indulgence is eight, so you got to bear with me. Gotcha. <laughs> Did you try shaking the box? <laughs> How big is it? Um, like it's a, a large chest. case. Yeah, yeah, like this, almost this table. You take off the rounded edges. Yeah, I could smash it. It's it's that's, a large chest. That's what. <laughs> no, 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 they it's, don't okay, want it's okay. To it's okay, guys. Uh, it's fine. If, if you can't open, if you can't open it. Uh, Haney Vachta, let's uh, actually go. Galangar, ho! <laughs> so the, her two companions let out a sigh and they grab the case's handles and the, as they waddle off onwards. All right. Later that day. You happen upon another group carrying the case heading your way. There are four of them this time. Um, you don't immediately see the case, but as they get closer, you see the half-orc of the group has a rope tied around him, and he's dragging the case in some wheeled flatbed behind him. Uh, <laughs> the group seems more cautious than the overly friendly Margit, but they slow down as you get near. What's going on, guys? The heavyset elf with travel-stained clothing and a tool belt gives you a quick salute. Just heading back from Silverthal, you hear about this job they're putting out? 500 up front, 500 on delivery. Get it while it's good. That's where we're going. You guys know Lord Theraval? I've heard of him from my father. He's part of the Jillian Brotherhood. It's a uh, pacifist spinoff of the Order of the Gauntlet, uh, who felt the faction was too violent, but still believed in their noble quest to spread knowledge. But real, real noble guy. He's been working for decades, I feel. Uh, looks like he's doing another technology share or something. He floated the word across the nearby town looking for some escorters. Do you know what you're escorting? Yeah, actually, we did. Um, <laughs> I learned this one from my father, too. Never make a delivery without knowing what you're delivering. Rama lockpicked this thing the second we got out of the village. One of the groupies throws her hood back to reveal a tiefling head. She flips out her lockpick and waves it across her face. 
Yeah, yeah, it's Piddle Down Rama. Uh, <laughs> our stuff wasn't that expensive, as you can see. I don't really know why he wanted adventures. Maybe he's just overly cautious about thieves. Uh, Vitigi, show them what they can expect. He motions to the half-orc who walks around to the case and opens it up. Inside are some books and potions. Can I do a check on the potions? To uh, see yeah, what, you're going to walk over there and start like filtering through stuff. No, can I ask them? Do you know what types of potions these are? Uh, we got most of them. Um, she goes in, actually wheels it over so you can see them. The case's contents might have shifted during flight. So now it's just a mess of books and some potions. Um, you can itemize them if you want. Not all the books are in common, but the spines have been labeled with their translation. Um, the content, Some of the contents are still unreadable to you. <coughs> the books are Bahamut's Myconid, Before the Caravan, Above the Wicked Marshes, The Army of Vecna, Angel of the Last Sea, Barbarian of the Realm, The Bargain from Beyond, Bahamut's Brave Warlock, Across the Mine, and Before the Battlefield. The potions Potions are, as best you can tell, some potions of healing, potion of mind reading, potion of gaseous form, potion of storm giant strength, potion of resistance, and some other greater healing potions. Just an odd mix of potions and books. Are the books all written by this guy? No, they're written by various people. Some of them aren't even in common. They're just a hodgepodge of books. Can I take out my magnifying glass and investigate the the uh, crate to see if there's any like secret trap? Pouches or anything? You have to investigate from the outside, unless you want to start taking stuff out, which they're probably not going to want you to start doing. I'll, I'll do it from the outside then. Um, so as you start investigating outside, the elf goes, "You okay there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, just you know, yeah, just you know, investigating's in my nature. Magnifying glass is in my hand. Hand. <laughs> All right. Um, case we're kind of dwindling. So if you're interested, you should get a move on. Um, as should we. We want that 500 gold delivered. Come on, guys, let's go. And they kind of close the case on you as you're looking at the locks in your face. The wind blows past your beard. Before they leave, I fist bump the half-orc. <laughs> <laughs> Secret handshake. As, as you fist bump, you actually get a closer look, and it was a female half-orc. Oh. She's uh, kind of short, gray hair, hazel eyes, wears tailored clothing, silk gloves. Sounds fancy. Kind of bougie. So she goes and waves goodbye as she grunts and begins carrying this case behind this field case. Bye-bye. <laughs> My kind of lady. A couple hours later, with the sun setting, another group comes by. It's being led by a clean-cut human with rolled-up sleeves and an orange gauntlet on his right hand that ends with a sharp dagger. He's followed by a grayish-green dragonborn with heavy blue armor wielding a longbow. His face looks like it was half blown off, and on his good eye, he has a spyglass monocle. Also, there's a short tiefling. One of his horns is shorter and rounder than the others. He's dressed like a cleric healer. And bringing up the back is a female human who has a shaved head, some ear decoration, and is almost fully adorned with tattoos. You know this because all she's wearing is pants. Her top is a makeshift brassiere fashioned with three thin leather straps. Next to her is the blue case you've been seeing. It's floating in midair with a violet aura spinning around it. They can see you're about to meet them, but the leader's finishing up a story with the dragonborn. And after I felt it was all said, I told her I should go. Uh, hi. He extends his hand, his non-gauntleted hand, to Sherlock. I extend my hand, I'm assuming very high up, and shake it. This How is my doing? squad, my dragon bro, Sarag, this techno-tiefling, Norden. We just call this subject Zed. My name is Commander. They're hackers. <laughs> all right, we're on our way to do a delivery, too. Yeah, that's what I thought. They're of all right. Yeah, do, do you know what you're delivering? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, an old friend of mine actually gave me the dossier about this guy. I just thought it was some easy credits, right? So we showed up. The guy hands us 500 gold, gives us the case, and tells us to walk four days to Ranixog to deliver the case. He clicks his tongue and motions for you to come in. <laughs> I asked for a cargo list, and he said he didn't have one. So, we got to thinking, 
He reaches into the orb that's carrying the blue case. The locks are completely busted as he flips open the top and digs through it, tossing some books on the ground looking for better loot. Is this town really going to know if this potion of giant strength is a little watered down? Or if this is an authentic Enstruth harp? Or, or a working necklace of fireballs? You guys seem like cool guys. What do you say? See anything you like? Very fair pricing. This stuff is still all worth more than 500 gold in itself. And we'll all be long gone before and if they ever notice something is wrong. Do you mind if I look inside that case? For stuff you want? Sure, go for it. He signals to Zed who lays it down on the ground. Can I... Like use my magnifying glass yeah, to, should, to make it look like I'm like looking through the wares, but actually just look for any trap. Yeah, roll an investigation check. Oh yeah, baby, twenty-three. It's Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell for with quite certainty that there's nothing hidden about it. It's just a case delivering all this stuff. These books. Uh, this one happens to have a lot of loot in it. You weren't paying attention to it as you threw it out. Yeah. Hey, hey, friend. Did you ever stop to think that maybe this, while you're trying to pull a fast one on this Tybalt guy, he's trying to pull a fast one on you? Have you, have you taken a look at those gold pieces to make sure they're not uh, phony? You know, did one of those things where you put it in your teeth and see if it bends? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're definitely real. I've crossed other travelers about this Lord Therrible guy. He's a rich dude with some really good stuff. Can I take a look at one of those gold pieces? I'll give you one of mine so that you don't know, so that, <laughs> so that, you, don't know, so that you know I'm not pulling a fast one on you. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm hoping to get a sale out of this. It gives you one of the gold pieces. Can I investigate? Yeah. Oh, 15. You don't notice any difference between the pieces. If it's a forgery, it's the best one you've ever seen. I'm going to blow my cat whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gold piece is summoning these cats! <laughs> Do you want your gold piece back? or That's, that's fine. Uh, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Uh, anyway, so anything here you like, guys? One GPS tracked gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> How much for a healing potion? Oh, you gotta sell the guys a healing potion for ten gold pieces. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think this is right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as Thaddeus is expressing his moral quandaries, uh, out of nowhere, four cats just come up and start rubbing on <laughs> his ears, legs. <laughs> oh, cats! <laughs> it's Never a sign. Mind. We need to get out of here quickly. <laughs> Do you want to get it? Uh, no, that's okay. Thank you. Why? Uh, you you listen to this guy? Come on. I am, unfortunately. He's bigger than me. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you guys better watch it there, right? You've got, you guys have a real old-fashioned notion of morality, right? It's no longer just some tug-of-war struggle between apotheosis and dissidence. You can bolster your ranks in both. <laughs> thanks. All right. Thanks, Commander. We'll... we'll... Move on. Yeah, I'm going to watch my entire military team devoured by a purple worm on a zook to hear some bullshit life lesson from a bunch of good berries. Good berries <laughs> like the slang derogative term for fruits in this universe. <laughs> I've done more for this plane than any of you put together. I've risked it all, set myself to the brink of death and over it, and have come back to... The commander starts to go off on a rant. Is your, you're distracted by the cats. So, Talon, what's your passive perception? 13. All right, so, Talon, you notice that while the rant is going on and while Azir's petting cats, Zed <laughs> is actually pickpocketing Azir. Uh, I really want to assassinate him. <laughs> Wait, do you have assassinate No, but I have that blade. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Can I uh, take one of the throwing stars out <laughs> and throw it like at the ground, like not not to hit him, but, like purposely to miss, uh, just to. That's a girl. You're like Jubilee. Uh, sorry, not at her, um, but just 
purposely miss with those magical uh, throwing stars? Yes. Uh, so make an attack roll? Dex, right? Yeah. 16? All right, that's good enough. So while Azir's petting a cat, all of a sudden he hears this... <laughs> it's, it startles everyone as Azir turns around to what it is and it hits Zed in the face. <laughs> Azir's reactionary hit shuts up the commander instantly. Zed's face is turned in the direction of the slap. Turning back, her sunken, traced eyes looking up at you, you hear this crashing clunk. The orb has disappeared from the case and fallen to the ground. Whipping your head back to her, you have just enough time to roll for initiative before Zed screams, I will destroy you! As cackling energy begins exploding from her fist. What's up, critters? Just wanted to remind you that if you can't get enough Roll to Hit, we have our spin-off show, Roll to Hit Adventures, live streamed on YouTube once a month. You can see the faces of the voices you already know and love playing all new characters in official Dungeons & Dragons Adventurers League campaigns, which you can find by searching YouTube for The Cometist. The show is DM'd by the wonderfully talented Tim. To get updates, on when you can tune in to our next live show, make sure to subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Ooh, damn it. You're welcome, Azir. I've got cats. <laughs> cats away! 20! 19 for Talon. 5 for Thaddeus. 15 for Azir. Did I ever get armor? <laughs> no. We what are you wearing? Are you wearing Swarm attack! I'm wearing the, the, the torn-off robes. <laughs> For months. I never months. got real close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true, because we were there for months, yeah. We didn't buy we anything never when changed we were in once. <laughs> All right, Sherlock, you get to go first. Hooray! I'm going to take out my crossbow and shoot the, the person that's next to Azir so that I get can get the sneak attack. Okay. If you're shooting Zed. The Zed. Bald. Now, is that female. just spelled Z? Is this Z? an Australian no, thing? No, Z. Okay. Um, forgot how to do this. Six. Twenty. That's going to be a hit. Um, 4d6. 14. And then I'm going to shoot again. Okay. Damn. That's a lot of damage. Uh, 19. That's a hit again. And I don't get to use sneak attack twice. Correct. Oh, hell yes, baby. Nine. Crit. Yeah, baby. It's no, Todd. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> it's Todd, baby. <laughs> What's that from? That's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg pretending <laughs> to be a white, white person. <laughs> Alright, so while Zed is charging up something, she takes two arrows right in the shoulders from a very vigilant Sherlock, always on the ball. Still smirking. Talents, your turn. There's three of them? There's four, four of them. Four of them? Zed, Sarah, Nordim, and the commander. Okay, I'm going to take out the Assassin's Blade of Korth. Okay. And throw it at Zed. Alright. Uh, nope, that's an eight. That's going to be a miss. I'm going to move to the back of the group. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The commander is going to look at the man who just slapped Zed, and he's going to extend his hands out as a force of energy rushes through it. Azir, make a dexterity saving throw. 13. That's a fail. Bye, Azir. (laughs) He gets pushed three miles back. You take 14 damage, and you're pushed 10 feet back and on the ground. All right. Can we tell like what level they these these people are? No. Uh, but Azir, it's your turn. Uh, I would like to cast Fairy Fire so that it it hits the group, so to speak. Okay. So as Azir goes and weaves his arms to cast this Fairy Fire, as this oh, what color do you want to outline them in? Purple Fire. Uh, so as Azir waves his fingers, as this purple mist begins to grow out through the group and kind of hang around and outline the characters. Uh, you see Zed and Sarag lit up in purple, and Commander and Nordim just kind of wave it off them as they aren't <laughs> as they aren't lit up. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Zed and Sarah are now very fired. Okay, fired up. Which means that for the duration, any affected creature, you have a, you advantage on attacking it. Um, and Azir needs to make concentration saving throws if he's hit. Correct. And it is now Norden's turn. <clears throat> who goes and shouts out, Hold the line! As he <laughs> shoots out a sacred flame from his arm. Is that his catchphrase? He's got a couple catchphrases. <laughs> oh! As this radius just explodes out through the group. So everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 12. 24. So we all save. So as Norton tries to send out this incinerate spell, uh, all of you successfully dodge and duck around it uh, as he ends up doing no damage to anyone. Uh, it's Zed's turn, who looks incredibly pissed off. Sorry we caught you pickpocketing <laughs> us, bro. As she looks at Azir, who's just been thrown back, and just says, Fly, bitch! And li- lifts her hand <laughs> up. Uh, as you need to make... A lot of saving throws. Yeah. So much saving going on. Or not saving. It's like a coupon day. Make a constitution saving throw? I uh, did not make it. So Azir suddenly feels himself being lifted up in the air as his feet are dangling. And before he knows it, he's 20 feet hanging in the air, can't move, just flailing around. He's taking his uh, quarterstaff, trying to like row with it <laughs> to, to sail through the air. Also, you know what's probably really funny when she was pickfighting him since he has the pants of holding her whole arm is just like inside of his pants. (laughs) That's not my staff. (laughs) So as he's just lying there flailing in the air, she goes and uses her other hand and this shockwave ripples out the other way through all of you. So all of you make... <laughs> what kind of saving throw? <laughs> all of you make uh, constitution saving throws. Not a zero. Damn it, I got a 12. Sherlock made I failed it. it. Failed. I'm on point this game. What'd you roll? So all of you who saved it take 6 damage. All of you who failed take 12 damage. Jesus. You're also, also all pushed 10 feet, feet away again. We're so fucked. Are we prone? No, you're just pushed 10, okay. 10 feet away. It's now Sarek's turn, who's going to take out his longbow, and he's going to aim at the flailing uh, Azir in the sky. I'm going to catch that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, he rolled double fives. Uh, 12 to hit. Um, Let's see. Let me read this real quick. How quickly. are you going to dodge it? You're floating in there. I think he has to hit you to, yeah. for you to do that. He, it doesn't hit. <clears throat> so even though there's flailing air and uh, Sarek has that spyglass monocle on, he takes his longbow and shoots it and just goes straight past Azir. Um, who then does a flip in the air because he's learned how to like do flips and stuff. He's still stuck, but it's like when Charlie drinks the uh, fuzzy flip. I just have to burp. Yeah. So Thaddeus, it's your turn now. Um, the the person with the longbow does are they fairy fired? Uh, yeah, oh, Sarah. Yes. Yeah, so you've advantage on attacking him. Okay. So I'm going to attack him with the greatsword. Okay. Are you kidding me? I got two tens, so seventeen. So with the longbow out, you do run up and manage to hit him through his giant armor. He's got this big, thick armor that's running his whole body. I'm jacking that shit if I can get it. <laughs> I'm going to take this off your dead body. <laughs> Seven he plus he slices four, it. eleven. I think you get another. That deals. Do you get four times as many attacks? <laughs> no, yeah, see. you have two attacks, don't you? Oh, oh God. Yes, Dude, I do. we roleplay your character better. You should just <laughs> make, a, you should just make a, like a sticky yeah. note. That, that has I have it I have it in here, but I hate like flipping between them and stuff like that. And Why? You I, a sticky note. It's been so long since we played, guys. Okay. <laughs> Things to remember. 15, okay, 15 plus 7, so that's another hit. Uh, 8 plus 4, 12. Choo, 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 choo. So Sarah, before he can even put down his longbow that just shot at his ear, Thaddeus runs up and hits him twice in the armor, and it's enough to get through and oof, pierce him a little bit as he almost falls down on his knees but composes himself and stirs you down. Uh, back to the top of the order, it's Sherlock's turn. I am going to run over to the case and drink as many of the potions as I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you can start... 
downing potions. Yes. That is so Are you awesome. aware that there's a mechanic for drinking multiple potions? Is there? Yeah. And, and I also have fast hands, which lets me use a bonus action to use an extra, to use an object. So this one wasn't the potion heavy. There's only one potion in there. All right. Yeah. What else is in there? Potion. What um, else was you, in there? Do you want to be looking while you're looking around? Well, well we already looked. Would, in. We already looked in. Were you category things there? Were you looking for the stuff? I was looking for the trap, but there was nothing else that like caught my eye before when I looked in there. Nothing that you could probably learn how to use besides the potion, yeah. which is very easy to use. Okay. There was. You remember there being a bag in there? There was. He mentioned the harp. Um, he mentioned the <laughs> necklace. I take the harp and just. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you like to try to play them. the harp <laughs> the way you someone tried to play Alfred's instrument once? <laughs> He swoops in. Um, He's just going to blow up. Um, oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. not attuned yet. Then I'll use my bonus action to drink that, that potion. Okay, you're going to drink the potion that was supposed to go to someone else. Yep. As your bonus action uh, first, you drink the potion, and then you can fire. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, so you guys will see Sherlock run away, and you're like, damn it, Sherlock, not again. <laughs> Instead, he uh, the case has fallen down upside down, so you need to overturn it, and you grab the potion. And um, I do a bunch of flips over there, too. <laughs> you can see a lot of stuff, like when the box fell... Stuff's been cracked. Um, you feel like something's leaking as well, but you're just grabbing the potion, which I is still there. You, you pop over the top and, and you down it, um, and you're <laughs> just like, again, from Rick and Morty, where Scrooge drinks the thing. You're just like, oh, 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 as your arms shoot inside yourself. You've no arms, and you're like, guys, I think there's a problem. Then they burst out these giant muscles as your strength increases to 21. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's just rank modifier. It's minus one. Right? Well, so oh, you you're still three feet tall with giant arms. So basically, they're bigger than him. He's walking with his arms right now. <laughs> you're a girl, basically. He's giant arms, and you have a plus five for your strength modifier because you have 20 for, okay. for an hour. <laughs> Finally, an arm wrestling partner that can match me. I guess, well, now I should be attacking with the troll fist hammer. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I'm not in range, nor that would take. You spent ten feet to run over there. Plus, Um, that would take more actions to put away stuff. So this round, I'm just going to shoot Zed with the hand crossbow. All right. So you try to get your giant muscly fingers inside the little (laughs) crossbow, but you're bouncing in one hand while you do it because your feet don't touch the ground anymore. It's just my arms that are big. Yeah. I'm running like <laughs> gorilla style. <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. Okay, but you're gonna take take a shot at Zed. Go for it. Yes, twenty three. That's a hit. Oh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. All right, Zed's looking woozy, um, and that's your turn though. Uh, Talon, you just witnessed Sherlock the giant <laughs> arms. Uh, if I used Burning Hands, which shoots out in a cone, mm-hmm. uh, how many can I hit without hitting our party? So you could hit... Oh, Nordum and the Commander are by themselves, the two of them. I'm not engaged, right? I'm still like, kind of Correct. away from everybody. All right, so I'm going to use... I'm going to put away the dagger. You're and then poison. But I have advantage against... Uh, Wait, you threw the dagger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But either way, I'm still poisoned next turn. Yes. Yeah, but you wouldn't... You're right. I don't, I don't have any... Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so I'm going to equip my hands. <laughs> no, uh... If I who's fairy fired? It's Zed so, and Sarah. I'm gonna attack Zed with the cone though. No, okay. with uh, chromatic orb. Okay. So, but I'm not disadvantaged, right? So they they cancel out because yes, I see advantage. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna shoot three orbs at her. Okay. Uh, first one for thirteen. Second one for seventeen. Third one for nine. The the first one is gonna miss. The last one's gonna miss. But the second one was just right. <laughs> oh, fucking a. Nine damage. 
So the the bald female Zed who's just getting her ass kicked just because all she wanted to do was pickpocket someone is hit with this burst of fire. She screams and falls to the ground. There's very little to be caught on fire with her. Um, so she's just singed. There's no lasting effect there. So she's face down on the ground at this time. The commander who's just seen uh, Zed fall to the ground goes and says, These adventurers attacked our ship. They took our crew, our friends. They think we're helpless. They're wrong. They started a war, but we're not here to finish it. We're here to make them regret. To show them and everyone else what happens when you go too far. No more running. No more waiting. Let's hit them where they live. It's a real rallying cry that doesn't make any sense in this context. <laughs> think, like, he's, you think he's been saving it for something better? Or maybe he's like preparing it for yeah. something better? But as he shouts that, all of a sudden you see Zed stand up, shake off this charred remainder around her, cracks her back, and shouts out, I'll throw you like a toy! While staring at Azir, who is still in the air. So I'm still in the air. Still floating in the air. How high? You are 20 feet in the air. So high. What are my cats doing? <laughs> your, your, cats, your cats have ran away already. Or disappeared. Cats are Cats tough. to me! <laughs> the He's cats still, start floating. He's still petting them in the air. He's just like, oh, well. This feels nice. You can blow the whistle again if you want. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to take the dodge action. All right. So Azir is flipping around, trying to do anything he can to not be helpless in the air. As it is now Nordum's turn, who goes and stares down Thaddeus, looking at him, and puts his hands to his eyes and just stares him <clears throat> as Thaddeus has to make a wisdom saving throw. Crit, uh, crit, crit, crit that shit. Oh, so close to a crit. And if you add a zero, uh, a two. Uh, so Thaddeus accidentally locks eyes with Nordum, who's just staring him down. Thaddeus feels his brain just kind of like turning off more than usual. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, Sherlock, who's paying attention uh, to Thaddeus, sees Thaddeus's lip just drop as uh, some drool just starts to go down. And Thaddeus is currently paralyzed. <gasps> Maybe it doesn't affect me because I'm already an idiot, so I can't like, control <laughs> my brain. Uh, how does paralysis work? You cannot move or speak. Attack rolls against you have advantage. Any attack that hits you is a critical hit, and you automatically fail strength and deck saving throws. Um, so you can't take actions or reactions while you are paralyzed. How can I get over paralysis? Like, uh, you're that... going to have to wait until someone ends it. Someone breaks Nordum's concentration on you. Oh, okay. It is now Zed's turn, who's back from the dead. <clears throat> Was she dead? Well, who knows? She was lying on, on the ground. Faker. <laughs> Zed, pissed off, is going to run up and try to attack Talon, who just scorched some rays at her. She's just going to flat out punch you with her hand. Scorch some sick rays at her, bro. Uh, 22 versus armor class? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> 20 versus armor class? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So she runs up and with one fist hits you across the jaw. And before you can even make a caddy remark, hits you again across the jaw. But now you can make a caddy remark. For 14 damage. For 14 bludgeoning. Shit. I am down to two. Uh-oh. Good thing we have a heal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you were down to two? Two. Well, good news. Because she wasn't holding a melee weapon, she does an extra two damage. <laughs> what? She is a dueling fighting style, but doesn't have a weapon in another so hand. She punches out. you. You were knocked the fuck out. All right. It's now Sarah's turn, who's going to try to hit Thaddeus, who's uh, motionless. He still has to hit you, though, with his longbow. But he has advantage. Uh, it's a 17 first AC. Ah, uh, yeah, because I have my AC is terrible. Seven damage. It is now Thaddeus' turn. You can make another wisdom saving throw. First. <laughs> you two again. <laughs> so Thaddeus goes, all right, lady, time for some more hits. And just goes, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> And back to the top of the order, Sherlock, with his right. giant hands. <laughs> um, the person that's inducing the paralysis. Norton, yep. Does he have the fairy fire on him? No. Was Zed, like, 
about to be dead, basically. It looked like Zed was just laying down on the ground. I mean, she fell in such a way that no one would fake a fall of that severity. She has no armor on. She has, doesn't even have a shirt on. She toppled over and then stood back up after hearing the commander's rallying cry. I'm going to attack Zed. Okay. And I'm going to say, Lay off, my friend! <laughs> your, voice is, your voice isn't lower. It's just a big Oh, hand. no, it's low. <laughs> I'm, so I'm taking out the... I just realized it's a hammer, so I can hold the crossbow in one hand and the hammer in the other hand. Yeah. I kind of flip the crossbow to my non-dominant hand and then whip out the hammer. You need to attack with the hammer first, basically, yep. to trigger the free bonus yes. action. So I got this troll hammer fist, which now, since my strength is plus five, <laughs> I have plus eight to hit, okay. and I have advantage, so Jesus Christ. Okay, there we go. Superstar. Um, that's a 22. That's a hit. And so that's going to... I can sneak attack that mofo. Oh, no. I'm unconscious. No, I have advantage, though. I can sneak oh, attack if I have advantage. Right. So that's 1d4 plus 3d6. So it's 16 damage. Okay. And does the troll hammer fist do anything? <laughs> no, it's still the fist. Damn. As you hit, hit her with a fist on the unguarded head as her eyes roll back and she falls to the ground. So you can take another shot at someone else if you want. Or you can try to shoot her on the ground I'm gonna, <laughs> if you're skeptical of her. I'm going to point the crossbow at her head and yell at Commander to... And I say, stop this fighting. Yeah, I know my voice doesn't have to do that, but I'm, I'm choosing to, <laughs> to add that. Okay. Or she dies. It's not the Commander's turn yet, but obviously he'll probably respond in his turn. Talon failed the first roll. Uh-oh. It's now the commander's turn, who stands up and just shouts, all right, all right, enough. He has his hands up, and he goes, Evern, be, be slow. Nordem, can you take care of Zed? Nordem the tiefling walks over. He's going to walk past Sherlock. You can take an opportunity attack if you want on Nordem <laughs> as he atten- attends to Zed. You're the only person who, who can do anything. You have a held person. You have a held person and a floating person in the air and an incapacitated talent. Um, Nordem is walking over slowly. He has both of his hands out up in the air as he's walking over to Zed. Say, are, are we cool, man? Are we cool? I fire up the crossbow pointed at him. At him now? Yeah. Yes. No funny moves. He goes, just the thing to help. Heal this guy, too. Walks down. He'll both them at the same time. Oh, to heal Talon yeah, too? they're right next to their slumped over bodies are next to each other. Yeah. It's the only action Talon's ever, ever going to get, so why don't you just let him have I this? was somewhat married for a few months. <laughs> if you guys uh, if you guys buy the supplementary comic book that I'm writing, it'll, it'll go into more detail about it. In the, in the, in the Roll to Hit EU. About Talon's affair about with Talon's. Uh, the water genocide? You, you, you wrote her name down, you loser. Don't pretend you didn't love her. <laughs> I want everyone listening to the podcast to know that Talon Rob wrote down Hydra's name in his notes. Hydra. So we wouldn't forget. Water genocide, love interest. <laughs> but yeah, I say, I say, heal them both at the same time. No, no, no funny business, bub. So Nordum bows down, touches Zed. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that that bow. <laughs> uh, touches Zed, who goes and immediately stands up. And the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, now since they did that, it's already out of concentration, right? Was he the one focused on me? He's maintaining concentration. He didn't cast another spell requiring concentration. Okay. As Zed stands up and just says, "Oh, watch the landing," and then realizes she wasn't in the middle of combat. <laughs> and then Nordum again slowly <clears throat> walks over, takes out a medical kit, and just stabilizes his <laughs> and stabilizes <laughs> Talon all within turn. Actually, all right. All right, guys. All right, enough. Enough, okay? Take it. We get it. It's yours. This isn't worth losing lives over. All right? 
I've got a lot of other side quests to take care of anyway. All right, <laughs> I gotta farm some <laughs> farm some stuff. I should go. Look at my quest log; it's totally full. <laughs> Come on, you psychotic necrotic! As he kisses Zed's scratched-up head, uh, hanging on her shoulder, she punches the ground once as this dome expands out from her. Uh, it actually knocks you guys back without any damage, but knocks you all back. Roll for initiative. <laughs> as this dome is, is around them, and they slowly slump off together, all four of them. They left the crate? Yeah, the crate's there, on the ground. You can exit combat. Woo! Next time on Roll the Hit. Oh, it's just Ninja Turtle time. <laughs> and something must have broken, because there's this pool of green goo slowly leaking from the box. Rub some on my cats, see what they turn <laughs> Does it look like there's any gold, or any gold-like substances? <laughs> Where to gold at? What kooky adventures can we get into this time? <laughs> a toppled wagon with a cracked axle and unattached wheel is on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, I just, I stopped and I'm talking to somebody, and you just Keep walking, so I <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Family hear them arguing over something like it's cracked. Heads up, probably not this week. Not really. Oh Jesus, more trains. Hope <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted, boys. There's a gigantic, barely decent green orc screaming and trying to grapple anyone who comes near. Uh, Talon is very annoyed that they keep getting held up on this trip, so he is going to just burning hands the shit out of all of them. This is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. So, Lord Theraval awaits you in Silverthal. It's a mouthful. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I should just switch to Styrewood and Theraval. Well, 